0: Hey guys, it's Josh Mullins with Sozo Life Ministries, and today I'm going to start a brand new series called Faith Under Fire. As we live in this life, we will experience our faith being tested and tried by circumstances and all kinds of things that the enemy throws at us. And I want to share this series with you. This message that the Lord has given me Um, on April thirteenth, two thousand on of this year, 2018, at 1257 a.m., the Lord woke me up concerning a dream I had. And I'll share the dream a little bit later during this series. He went on to explain how to stand under the attack of the enemy and his weapons of mass distractions. We all know that distractions can hinder us in a lot of ways. And uh, the Lord began to tell me, this is one of Satan's biggest weapons that leads to deception. We know he's a deceiver. He said that once you get distracted and entertain the distractions, then deception starts to reign in your minds, causing your faith to fall out of its arena into Satan's arena. Now our faith can't stand in the arena of, of the enemy, and Satan can't stand in the arena of our faith. So we have to stand and hold our position in the arena of faith while under an attack we must press into the word of god despite how we feel or what the circumstances look like we have to maintain our focus then the lord gave me four phrases to think on and i will explain all four of these phrases in greater te- detail throughout this this uh, series the first one if you would write them down and keep these things cuz i believe they'll help you as well the first phrase is keep the course Keep the course. And the second phrase was stay focused. And the third phrase, hold your position. And then the fourth phrase, dig in and stand. The Lord told me because of these attacks, we tend to faint and retreat because we don't know how to stand or fight. We've been taken off guard by the enemy's attacks. He said, don't retreat. We need to stand our ground, for the Word of God will train you to fight. It'll train you how to stand while under pressure, while any uh, under any opposition. And the reason why... The reason why the enemy is attacking us is because we are on the verge of a breakthrough because of what the word has done. The, the enemies don't take it personally because the enemy's not after you. He's after what's in you. He's after the word that's in you because he comes to steal the word. But do not give in to the enemy's. Attacks because your breakthrough is on the horizon. And the enemy will use all of his tricks to stop us from seeing our breakthrough. Most of us quit right before our breakthrough, not knowing that we are only a step away from experiencing total victory. Now, these are the reasons for the sayings that the Lord gave keep the course, stay focused, hold your position, dig in and stand. Now, our Father wants us to experience victory in every area of our life, making us a making us an effective witness. We see men of, and women of great faith being tried throughout the Bible. In Hebrews eleven, um, it, it, it refers to the heroes of faith. But look at the look at the verse in Hebrews eleven too. It says, "For by it, meaning faith." By it, the elders obtained a good testimony. Now, this verse is referring to a demonstrative faith. In the realm of faith, the elders obtained a good report, affirming what they seen, heard, and experienced through and by revelation of the great I Am. This is the the only way we can stand in faith our faith has to, to it has to continually be active if you want to learn more about the faith you have to get in his word if you want to learn how to stand in his truth you have to know his word now satan will always Manifest in such a hideous way that if we do not know and understand who we are in Christ, then the pressure of fear comes instead of peace. Confusion instead of a sound mind. Weakness instead of strength. This doesn't mean that we don't have faith in God's Word. We just don't always understand our position in Christ. The only way to never compromise your position is through the knowledge of His Word. Anyone who searches for wisdom must begin seeking the Lord as the source of wisdom. He is the very source of wisdom. James talks about if any lack wisdom, let him ask. Let him ask. In Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7 in the New King James Version, it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Now, this fear of the Lord is a reverent fear. It's not like fear that you would see a spider and be afraid of it or, or whatever. But it's a reverence to His Word. We have to stay teachable to His instructions in order to have success. This is the reason why the Lord woke me up after this dream I had. He wanted to impart these truths to me. So I want to impart these truths to you. And I want you to stick with me on this series. It's going to be, I don't know how long it's going to be, but I want you to stick with me. I'm going to give them to you in portion because the Lord gave them to me in portion because He doesn't want us to choke. He wants us to understand His Word But he gives us a little bit at a time so we can chew on it and digest it and understand it. So the reason why he has given this to me and I want to give it to you is because there's, like me, there's some of you out there that do not know how to stand against the attack of the enemy. We faint. We fall out of the boat. We fall out of our arena of faith. Now, nobody likes confr- uh, confrontation or being attacked. But when attacks would come, any attack in my life in the past, when they would come, I would always buckle under its pressure. And I have gotten tired of buckling under the pressure of the attack. I've gotten tired of compromising. I've got tired of letting the enemy win. And so I've been asking the Lord to help me in this area. I knew my weakness. I knew that I was not strong in this area. So I said, Lord, help me stand against the attacks of the enemy. Help me. I remember when I was a kid, I was always bullied. Every every grade, it seemed like, every grade that I went through, I was bullied. And I guess I was an easy target because I didn't know how to defend myself. Every time the a bully would see me, I had multiple bullies. uh one one year. I mean, it wasn't just one. It was it was several. Every time the bullies would see me, they would see me cringe, and that's what gave it away. They see me cringe. They seen that I was afraid, and they would take advantage of it. And then they would just punch me, call me names. They would trip me. They would push me. They would, they would. One kid uh, always hit my ears. He would box my ears every time every time he would do it i would just hear this ringing after he did it i'd hear a ringing in my ear and and the what made it all worse is that other kids would watch this happen most of them laughing and others not doing a thing and you ask where you might ask where was the teachers in all this i don't know i wish i knew because they would have uh, broken this up but i never seen a teacher but but the enemy knew where. Well, the bullies knew where to take me too. They would corner me in a seclusive area and just, just give me, just give me a hard time. And that's what the devil wants. He he wants to give you a hard time. He doesn't want to give up. He wants to keep you down and afflicted. But one time, you know, you're you're going to come to a point where you know you're going to have to take a stand, or you can can just get keep getting pushed around so i i came to my dad and i said dad can you teach me taekwondo he learned and he learned this in korea when he was in the uh, vietnam war he learned um, taekwondo and he received his black belt and i knew if i could just learn what he knows i wouldn't have any problems any longer so he started to teach me how to defend myself by, and I, I developed some confidence and strategy. And my dad always said, uh, "I'm your sparring por- partner, and if if you can spar with me, then you won't have any problem defending yourself at school." And of course, it didn't. I didn't learn overnight. It took a couple months of training every day just to be able to have enough guts, just enough guts to stand up for myself and when the bullies came and ag- came again they tried to pull the same old bit on me but this time i looked them right in the eye without any fear and once they seen i wasn't going to budge they left me alone so i developed confidence in how to take care of myself naturally but spiritually it was something entirely different I remember a time when I thought my faith was strong in the Word. I mean, I thought it was strong. I mean, I, I believed the Word. I believed, and I, I found out it was a thing called mental assent. I believed that the Word of God would deliver me out, but it was not a revelation in me. It was just a mind. It was just in my mind that I, I knew the Word, but it was not in my heart to where I could actually stand on the Word because I still fell short. But I was in an intense battle for my life. I mean, I was literally sick. I just graduated from Bible school in 2010 at Rhema Bible Training Center. Just graduated. A a school of faith. I mean, I've been exposed to faith all my life. And I dealt with this. I, I didn't know what was going on. I lost over 40 pounds in just a few months and didn't even know why. I thought I was dying, and I started to entertain this, this feeling, this thing that I was going through. And I mean, it was a real thing. And I, I'm stubborn. I don't like to go to the doctor. And as I was experiencing this, I was like, why is it that my faith is not working? I am a man of faith. And I grew worse and worse each day. Each day, and then finally, I was rushed to the emergency room. My wife took me to the emergency room, and they diagnosed. Well, they didn't diagnose me at the emergency room. They was running all these tests, and then they sent me to a GI specialist, where he later diagnosed me with Crohn's disease. And Crohn's disease is a it's an incurable disease. So the doctor did the test and all the colonoscopy and all that great stuff and he put me on medicine and the medicine wasn't helping it actually it made me worse i had side effects to it and so i would quote these healing scriptures over and over and over but nothing was happening because of this pressure this sickness this real thing that i was experiencing was more alive in me than i thought than the Word. I mean, the Word, I knew the Word, but it was not a revelation. It was not a heart revelation. It was a mental ascent. A mind just, I knew what the Word says, and I spoke what the Word says, but it did not change anything because my heart was not completely sold out. It was warring between the sickness and the Word. It was a tug-of-war. Even though I had faith in the Word, But I was experiencing a battle that I could not stand. I could not stand by myself. And I was trying to fight this thing with just mental assenting to the Word of God. And that does not work. The Bible was not written for our head. It was written for our heart. And out of the heart flows out of the heart flows everything that ever all the knowledge, all the revelation, everything that you believe, everything that you believe flows out of your heart. And therefore, my heart was wrestling. My heart was wrestling with this sickness. So, how did I overcome this? Well, I had a great wife that told me, says, You could either die. Or you could believe the word and live. The way she said it, it hurt my feelings. It really hurt my feelings, and I went to my room and, like a little kid, a little whoop puppy, and I laid in my bed and I cried and I said, "She doesn't love me." But I started thinking about what she said because I didn't honestly. If I said to myself, "If I have to live like this the rest of my life, Lord, then go ahead and take me. I don't want to do this." not only does a sickness take a uh, toll on your body but it also takes toll on your mind and it takes toll on your family so i came i came to the point where i said okay enough is enough i'm going to have to learn how to stand just like i got tired of those bullies picking on me i had to learn how to defend myself so i went into the word even more and i prayed and i asked holy spirit to help me overcome this. Help me. And it was not by the Word alone, but it was by the Spirit of God giving me revelation and understanding of His Word. And I prayed, and I spoke His Word over my life until it was a physical reality in my heart. And then finally, two years later, of having this disease... I finally overcame it by the word of my testimony, by the blood of the Lamb, and not loving my life unto unto death. I believe the word. This is what changed it. Not only do you know the word, but you have to know the word. My grandma always said, I know that I know that I know that I know. And when she said that, she knew. You just don't know it in your head. You know it in your heart, your spirit the most inner being of your life. You know it that you know it that you know it. And this brings the revelation. And it's like, it's a matter of fact that I'm standing on the Word. And it's a matter of fact that this sickness, this disease has to flee. It cannot live in me. Because I am in Christ Jesus. And I have inside information of the Word. And the blood of the Lamb has already took taken care of this Crohn's disease this is the truth that I had to come to this is the truth and you cannot live on someone else's revelation of the word if someone preaches in the pulpit you say oh that's great word brother that's a great word so you go out and try to live it and do the exact same thing and you're gonna get frustrated and you're gonna fall well, why didn't I get it? Because he said it was true. Why didn't I get it? Why didn't I experience this? Because it's you haven't got a revelation of it like he did. You have to see it in your spirit, and then when you see it in your spirit, then you act on it. We have to be. We have to attend to His Word. We have to continually be teachable to the Word of God. So when the Lord gave me this revelation, a light came on, and I seen things like i never seen it in my entire life. I now recognize and have a greater understanding on how to stand against the enemy's attack. The enemy will never cease. And my wife always says, do not, do not give in to the enemy's ceasefires. When you think the enemy is done firing... We let our guard down. That's when the enemy he, he wants he wants to give he wants you to put your guard down. He wants you to put your guard down because that's when he hits the hardest. So do not give in to the enemy's ceasefires. He's a liar. He's a he, he's a a deceiver, and he has many tricks up his sleeves. And He wants to see you defeated. He wants to see you wasted. He's a, he, we have to. We have to get this revelation in us. The Bible says that the entrance of thy words gives light. And it gives understanding to the simple. Now that means when we read His Word... His word gives us light and it gives understanding to the simple. And, there, and the simple means he gives understanding to the foolish. He gives understanding to the foolish, but we have to stay teachable in order to see the light. God said in the beginning, Let there be light. So I want you to start saying, Let there be light. Let there be light in my situation. Let there be light so I know how to stand. Let there be light so I know how to stand my ground. Let there be light to stay on the course because without the light, you will fall without the light you will you will always be at be on under the enemy's foot for n- now, I am not ever going to be in the back seat I am not ever going to take a back seat to the devil I am not going to let him him continue to win in my life for I am standing on his word I am standing on his word and his word are life his words are medicine to all your flesh in proverbs four twenty three his words are life and medicine to all your flesh. So we have to make our mind up. What are we going to do when our faith is under fire, when it comes under the attack of the enemy? What are we going to do? Are we going to tuck our tail and run? Or are we going to stand and keep the course and don't compromise your position, which your position is in Christ Jesus? We have to stand. We have to stand. Well, I'm going to continue this um, series on faith under fire. I want you to just stay with me. Um, If you have any questions or um, any input, you can follow us on Facebook at uh, Sozo Life Ministries, or you can write us at P.O. Box. 1025, or no, I'm sorry, P.O. Box 1250, Middletown, Ohio, 45042. Thank you, and God bless.